Mighty Vibes Show. I'm your boy DC. Chill. And we got Joe again, man. We got Joe. Joe's back in the building with us. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you guys feeling today? I'm good. I'm Outside of this little heat wave we got going on, it's all right. Dude, it was hot today. I was at the house, and the house was, I'm, I swear, it was at least 10 degrees hotter than it was outside. I'm sweating well, right was, now. I'm still sweating. It's, but it's, uh, I mean, it's it's comfortable where I'm at now. It's starting to be a little, bree- a little breeze is starting to come through, but yeah, it was kind of, it was pretty damn hot earlier. Yeah, it was. And it's going to be hot yeah, again. I think I might hot. hit the beach again. I hit the beach tomorrow. It was hot out here in Washington, but the good thing about out here, they um my job they put me in a hotel that had a swimming pool, so I was good. I was good for a while. Oh, yeah, that's you, awesome. You know right how to there. swim? Uh, I absolutely not. <laughs> I'm five foot and above. Absolutely not. The wrong, wrong step, and it's ugly. <laughs> Get grasping for air with your head up in the air. Yeah, you gotta learn yes. to swim, buddy. They, they I'm gonna teach you how to swim, man. I'm going to teach you how to swim one of these days. That could be metaphorical as well. It can be, but I think you know how to swim in the other sense, right? Okay, yeah, I think so too, but I just think that was pretty cool. That was pretty dope. I'm (laughs) I'm going to pull it on the side. But from there, (laughs) NBA free agency is upon us. Oh, Moves left and right, but the biggest move... Us Warriors fans care about Draymond Green is back. Four years, hundred million dollar contract. What do you guys think about that contract? You think that was right on the money? Came in as I expected, three for three for a hundred with a player option. It actually is actually a good deal. I mean, it saves the Warriors like forty three million in luxury tax, so you can't go wrong with that. Yeah. So right. I mean, it. it I kind of figured that that's what with. What Draymond was going to probably get it. I mean, it's pretty much almost a uh, relatively similar com- uh, contract that he just came off of. So, uh, credit the Warriors, credit for them getting it done because I'm sure a lot of folks would have probably looked at the Warriors sideways if they didn't, uh, after trading after trading uh, Jordan Poole, that they didn't keep uh, Draymond Green around and then just right. kind of right. stayed, stayed uh, pat uh, during free agency um, outside of the Chris Paul move. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, like I said, I think it's a. I mean, it's a. It, it was. It came in just pretty much as what I thought it was going to be three for hundred. It's. I mean, a lot of folks were talking about maybe three for one twenty, four for one, four for yeah. one thirty. It's this is a this is a good deal for both uh, the Warriors and Draymond Green. Yeah, I agree. Um, one thing, no. How many more roster spots do we need to fill? Is it like three? It's well, it's four, but you know how okay. the Warriors do. They don't fill that fifteen spot. Um, so I would say three to get to fourteen, but I don't. Right now we got we got eleven. We got Looney off the bench, Kaminga, and Moody. Right? It depends. Well, that's what I'm confused about. I mean, I guess Looney would come off the yeah. bench if you're really trying to start CP3, which is kind of like odd. That though, at, at all, Joe, how do you feel about that? I mean, do we? I mean, are we really settling on? Chris Paul coming off, uh, starting in, or being in the starting lineup. I mean, that might, I mean, that might be the 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 uh, the rumor out there. But I mean, to be honest with you, it should be. It should you should have Chris Paul coming off the bench right. and keep moving in, into that uh, starting lineup. I mean, I mean, it just 
just because Chris Paul, you know, you got just because you have Chris Paul doesn't mean you need to put him in the starting lineup because of his name and what he's done in the league. He's actually at this at this stage of his career, it would be better suited coming off the bench, anchoring the anchoring the second unit. So, I I, I truly believe that the the projected starting lineup should be Curry, Thompson, um, Wiggins, Draymond, and Wit and uh, and Looney. And uh, plus, or, you got that continuity there. With those five. Yeah, I mean, that's like I'm saying. It, it like that like everyone yeah. keeps talking about the fact that oh Chris Paul's never come off the bench in his career. In this stage of his career, he needs to, especially on a yeah, team that right. that definitely a couple of tweaks here and there could possibly be right back in the finals. So and and he could be a real key uh, a real big uh part of that. Uh like I said, it would be great for his career to to go ahead and win, you know, go ahead and win a, a six man of the year award while on, on, a, on a championship team. I mean, Kevin McHale has done that. So, I mean, why, you know, they're, they're like this is not a demotion um, for Chris Paul. I mean, maybe, you know, ego, if it's ego driven, then, then, then so be it. But if I'm Steve Kerr, knowing that, uh, that you got Chris Paul, he shouldn't be in your starting lineup. You shouldn't right. be anchoring your second unit. Right. No, absolutely true. I mean, we, if we throw Chris Paul in that starting lineup, we are going to get eight on those boards. You're putting Draymond at center. Yeah, that's going to wear on his he body. Can def- he, yeah. he can defend, um, but rebounding, going to get somebody like Aiton. He Dre's not stopping any lives at this point in his career. And nor do you want to put him in that position. He's he's getting older. He's two years removed from a serious back injury. Let him tell it. He, he, they didn't tell us the severity of it, but he gave hints to how bad it was. So I'm assuming it was a really bad back injury. So he's two years removed from that, and we know what back injuries, they never necessarily heal completely. So you don't want to put him in the position, if he's healthy all year, to be guarding 6'10", 6'11", 250-pound dudes all season. So I don't like that move. Looney has proven that he can be a solid five for this team. Let's not change just that just because CP3 is on the team now. And for me, just just uh, looking, you know, if I'm if I'm in that locker room, to me, it just feels like I just have a more of a trust factor with uh, Kavon Looney. I know what I know right. what I get out of him night right. in and night out. So why do I why do I why do I want him to come off the bench? I mean, even though he, you know, he's he's one of those guys that'll do anything for the team. But me personally, I believe he he's better suited being in that starting lineup, uh, doing all the dirty work, doing everything that the Warriors, the Warriors need for him to do: rebound, play defense, set big screens. Yeah, I mean, you said that Draymond Green's come off a back injury that he suffered two years ago. You're right. I mean, why 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 even put him in that posi- in that position to be the five where he's going to have to go th- go th- you know play Jokic you know and right. Jokic, all these right. big centers in the in the in right. the west and you expect him to still uh play dominant defense in the pivot i just don't it doesn't fit well with me uh in that sense so that's why i truly believe that chris paul should go ahead and 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 be tailor made to come off this bench for the uh for the warriors and if i'm chris yeah, paul no. i'm thinking this is if I want to play another year, this is going to give me the opportunity to kind of preserve my body and not go through the rigors of being a starter, playing 30 minutes a game and breaking down at the end of the season. Come off the bench, play 20 to 25 minutes, give him Jordan Poole's role. That was perfect. And Jordan Poole, he, if he played better defense, Jordan Poole would have closed games with that, that uh, lineup. 
And Chris Paul can do that. You can trust Chris Paul to close games. So I don't see a reason why he needs to start besides his ego. But from a pure basketball standpoint, it's not necessary. You preserve your body and you're going to close out the game anyway. So, And and, and the Warriors are one team that does not tolerate ego. Not well. I mean, as you can see, Jordan Poole's in Washington. Gone. I mean, right. even even though even though you know there's a segment of the fan base that believes that Draymond, they could have you know the Warriors could have moved on from Draymond in the in the same breath, but you know you you just put you just hit the nail right on the head that they're not they don't let ego deteriorate the team. Mm-hmm. So if Chris Paul again, Chris Paul his main his main goal is to be is to be healthy enough to play in the playoffs. Right. That's where mm-hmm. that's where this is this is really going to be the payoff is if he's able to play and be a contributor come playoff time. And with that said, yeah, because if oh go ahead, my, my bad, Joe, go ahead. No, no, that's not good. Like if Chris Paul starts, who do we have leading that second unit? Kevon Looney, pretty much. I mean, I, I wouldn't call that a leader of the second I mean, unit. He's a, I would say, more of a mental aspect. Yeah, mental. Yeah. Um. Because from what I've heard, he's been a really good locker room presence. Yeah. From the things that I've heard from inside people of the organization. Um, I forgot what I'm not sure if it was the Draymond um pool competition, but I think I know what you're talking about. It, yeah. They yeah. said Looney was just head on and just did a fantastic job navigating that. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. I heard that too. And I think that's just because he's that bridge. You know, he's a veteran. But he's still younger. Has he reached thirty yet? I don't think so, right? No, he's not thirty. Yet. No, no. Looks like twenty eight or twenty eight. Like Him and uh, okay. Wiggins are the same age. Yeah. That's so I mean, he's just twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, because I mean, he only played what, one year in uh, Kansas. One year, yeah, one and done. Yeah, he was one and done. I mean, oh really? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So one. Well, you spent one or two years. So he came up because he. I want to say he. Left the same year that Embiid left. Yeah, yeah. Embiid was the f- well third pick in that draft. Yeah, he was the third pick. Yeah. yeah, Embiid was the third pick. Wiggins went one. Wiggins went one to the uh, yeah. Cavs. Yeah. So so yeah, they're they're about this. Yeah, about twenty eight. He's just now. Yeah, cr- Wiggins, <laughs> Wiggins is still. It's probably yeah. It's just it's just really in the, in the middle of his prime. That's something I think we should talk about on another podcast too. Who's more? I know it's all about circumstances, but do you guys prefer four-year players or younger players hopping out of college? But we'll talk about that later. I think that that'll be a fun subject. Yeah, yeah, we'll say that because I do have some thoughts on that. But with that said, the Warriors still have spots to fill. And Joe, you had said you know preserving the body for the playoffs, and he, he needs to be worried about that. What direction do you do you think the Warriors need to go in as far as these final three spots? Because we do have to worry about injuries. Um, they can only sign veteran minimum players. What direction do you need, you think they need to go in? I would like to have seen them maybe add another big. Um, just do you have to, any names like in mind? Said, um, well, Mo Bamba is out there. I yeah. mean, if he's willing to, if he's willing to, you know, uh, re, 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 uh, redo his number, I think he's. Uh, I think he's looking for ten million a year. Whereas, is if a, if he's able to come in on a one year deal, vet, vet minimum, he can he can he can li- he can likely almost be uh be trusted to start a couple of games for the Warriors yeah. if, if pushed up and shove. Um, so that's a guy that that, that came out. Adario Saric is a guy that uh that I've been hearing been, that he, uh he's been in some rumors, yeah. 
I heard. Yeah, yeah Mark. I, was it Mark Stein? Or yeah, Chris Mark Stein, uh, uh, Well, Mark Stein, I know out of uh, the New York uh, New York Times that uh, floated that out there as well. Same with um, Chris Haynes, who seems like he's in everyone's uh, backyard right. now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I would think like some. I would like to. I would like them to add another another big, maybe another wing as well. Uh, uh, like some, like some, like, uh, the, I actually have to commend the Lakers uh, for just yeah, the moves they made. Some of the, they they identified that they needed some length, and they've got they, and, and, and a couple of guys that they signed: a Cam Reddish, a Jackson Hayes, uh, re-sign Reeves. Yeah, and re-signed Austin Reeves. I mean, they really again they re-signed uh, D'Angelo uh, uh, Russell. I mean, they they've kept a lot of their guys uh, in free agency. So for the Warriors, like I said. A good, maybe another, uh, uh, another big, uh, possibly. I would say maybe even uh, another, maybe another guard. Uh, That's what you I'm just thinking. Lost, you know, you just lost Dante DiVincenzo, who's got that, who's got fifty million from the from the Knicks. I mean, reunites him with uh, J, uh, Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart, guys that he played with at Villanova. So, uh, I think the Warriors definitely would need another. Big and another guard. I think uh, if you can if you can find uh, you know you can find a couple of uh, make couple of veterans uh, um, that you can that you can probably uh, pick up uh, for for a little next to nothing or prorated contract. Then you gotta look at you gotta look at that because you're right. They're gonna the Warriors are definitely are an older team. They're gonna there's gonna possibly be some guys that are they'll miss the. A good quarter of a season, maybe Steph. You expect Steph to maybe miss a, a handful of games. Uh, Draymond possibly, uh, you know, in the same boat. Chris Paul, if he, you know, there, there might be something during the season where he may miss uh, a couple of games or two. It's expected, but uh, yeah, I think the Warriors, if they go in that direction, uh, be able to find, uh, fill another guard, another definitely another ball handler, and uh, another big to take some of the slack from uh, from Looney and. And Draymond, since you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, there's gonna be times you're gonna have Draymond at the five. You know, uh, I think the Warriors would be better if they put, if they go in those directions. I'm gonna throw. Are you calling? Are you, are you giving Dwight Howard a call? I personally would, but I, I would. feel like that's a long shot. Yeah, I, I, I would, but uh, I mean, if they, me personally, I think that they would have gotten. Uh, if they would have gone that route, I think they would have gone that route last year right. with Dwight Howard. Um, with, uh, James Wiseman still on the team. With James Wiseman still on the team, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think they would have tried. They would have maybe gone with, gone through that route, but you never know with the way that, uh, the business of basketball is. But you're right; it could be be a long shot with uh, Dwight Howard. I'm gonna give you guys three names: a guard, a forward, and a center. With the way that free agents has been coming off the board, it looks like it may be tough for the Warriors to get guys. So if the Warriors settled on these guys, tell me what you guys would think of these pickups. Because I actually think these are low-key good pickups, but let me know what you guys think. For center, Dwayne Dedman. For forward, James Johnson. And for guard, Will Barton. What do you think of those three names? As guys, now, if you can't get those top tier veteran minimum guys, they land on these guys. I like the Will Barton move because he's he's been a warrior killer uh, warrior uh, killer. last couple of years. Um, he's a guy that definitely can uh, can can get his own shot. Um, definitely when he when he and he's a, he's a streaky shooter, but when he's hot, he's a 
he he makes he makes he makes a lot of shots. Uh, Dwayne Dedman, I like that. I like I like that. He's a bruiser. Um, uh, James, you said James Johnson. James uh, Johnson. I actually like both. I actually like all three of these uh, these names, uh, especially James Johnson because he's yeah. a guy. That's a that's a legit tough tough guy right there. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know that man's background. I this do. man's a legit I black do. belt. Man. <laughs> so. So honestly, he's a guy that when he was in Miami, he was like he was like honestly, Udonis Haslam two point on the floor yeah. when he when he was there. Like he was the toughest nails. Nobody was going to get no one was going to give this man any grief. So I mean, honestly, if I were the Warriors, I definitely would look into those into those two of those guys, especially especially those guys because you could tell that they're probably hungry to win a ring. I mean, look at Jeff Green. Uh, Jeff Green just uh, signed with the Rockets. Uh, that would have been another. Green, by the way. That's what so that would have been. A, that would have been a name. Yeah, that's a guy that I would before he signed with Houston. I yeah. mean, at this point in Jeff Green's career, man, he's he's got his ring. Now it's just about making a couple of extra dollars to to pad that uh, that retirement fund. So uh, uh, I, I truly believe. I truly believe if he was still available, that would have been a, that would have been a good uh, direction. Uh, Kenneth Fareed was a guy a couple of, uh, a year or two ago that I thought that uh, that I thought would have been a, a good fit with the yeah. Warriors, but but uh, no, the I, minimal. I, I the yeah, minimal, I actually yeah. like all three. I actually do like all three of those uh, those names. Yeah, those are just three names I landed on. We're looking at the guys coming off the board and the guys that are left. You don't know because the Warriors, honestly, if we're being real. The Warriors are only able to offer these minimum guys spot minutes, maybe ten minutes a game. But but you know what? Those ten uh, minutes might be, but those ten minutes might be as valuable as, as humanly possible. I mean, right. you know, you you say that you get a guy like a Dwayne uh, Dwayne Dedman, he comes in for ten minutes. At ten minutes, ten minutes, he might give you uh, four points and maybe a good six, seven yeah, rebounds out of, out of, off the strength. And those seven rebounds could be three, four. Of those could be offensive, which keeps you give you a couple extra more, uh, more uh, shot, uh, shot, shot attempts. So, uh, you know that, like at this point with the Warriors, they, these tweaks here and there. This again, if it weren't for some of the road woes they had. This is still a fifty-five, right. uh, close to a fifty-five win team. So it's not like it's not like this team is like rebuilding from scratch. Like, and that that's the thing. It's like you know the Western Conference. Everybody is uh, is making moves to to uh, to to get better. And, and and as long as you still have the core in place, the the Warriors have. You add to it guys who are hungry enough to to want to uh, contribute to winning uh, to win a ring. Warriors have right now have built that cachet where they can get. Guys, uh, quality guys in there, on, you know, next to, uh, on, on the roster for next to nothing. They they have that op- they have that cachet now. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they fill out the rest of the roster. But right now, if you go, if you just really look at it on paper, this Warriors team, I still I still expect them to win fifty games. Yeah. Now that the now I think the uh, like I said, I think they're gonna, they're going to play better on the road. I, that's the thing. It's like they're. Uh, road woes was that you heard that there was no camaraderie. You know, there was no yeah. brotherhood on, on on the road. That guys that were guys weren't hanging out with each other, going to dinner like they used to in years past. And and that and as you can see, their record showed it. So if they go ahead and win, this team wins twenty games and still dominate <laughs> at home like we yeah. expect them to. Again, that's it's fifty wins right there. Just just falling out of bed. Right. Mm-hmm. No. I agree. I agree. 
Speaking of bench play, I know, B, you wanted to touch on something about uh, Jonathan Kaminga, right? Yeah. So, I feel like, do we, we? I don't know if we talked about this last week, but um, when we obviously know Draymond is back, so this question was predicated on if he left. But if he were to leave, what do you think of him playing power forward? Uh, and you think they would be better a better team with Jonathan Kaminga playing power forward? I, I don't trust Jonathan Kaminga. I'll just put it out there. <laughs> I don't trust. Uh, him. Now, would they would they be a better team with him starting? I think they take a step back, but I but I think that gives them. In terms of – come on now, because you because now you're going from a guy that a lot of folks, you know, can be hot or cold coming off the bench to him being a starter. Now you're asking you're, – you, and you're still asking Steve Kerr and the Warriors to win your 50 games, get you to the playoffs because you want Jonathan Kaminga to be a big part of that. Me personally, uh, I, think it, I think it'll help his development, but I wouldn't – I wouldn't think that they're 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 a whole better because he, he hasn't shown me right enough for them for me to say yeah the Warriors are a way better team with him in the starting lineup opposite of a uh, you know as opposed to J- uh, Draymond Green uh, again from what for everything that Draymond Green has done one thing that we all can say is that the Warriors trust him I mean it, it, as you as you can see with the with the yeah, exactly as you can see with the with a contract extension and trading uh, uh, Jordan Poole and, and, and pretty much uh, throwing in the towel on James Wiseman. I mean, the veterans have have spoken. They're the ones who run that team. And, and Draymond Green's a big reason for that. He's a, he's a, he's 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 their he's the big mouthpiece. Because as as you can see, Steph Curry, we all love him, but. He's not out here until, unless you've seen the video of, of, of him finally being frustrated with Jordan Poole. Steph barely says anything about uh, being upset with somebody. And that said Clay a Thompson, lot. That said yeah. a lot. He, he, he talked to Jordan Poole. A couple, not Again, only did he talk to him, he threw his mouthpiece in frustration when, of what Jordan Poole was doing. You know it's serious when, <laughs> when 30 is throwing his mouthpiece. You right. know he is hot. When his mouthpiece is on the floor uh, skipping across like it, like, like rocks hey, were fine. To be fair, Jordan Poole won us that game, guys. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, trust. I, I'm, I'm still in. I'm still, I'm still in the camp that Jordan, without Jordan Poole, uh, they don't win that game in Boston. Game five yeah. in Boston. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's like I, like I said, I truly believe. Or game, uh, what was it? Game four. It was four or five. One of those. But uh, it was probably five. Was, game was, four, Steph showed up. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah, yeah. game six. Game six was, was game the clincher. S- yeah, but that was in Boston, right? That was in Boston. So yeah, so game five, yeah. So if it wasn't for, if it wasn't no game six, that's what I want to say. Game six, he was part of that twenty-one nothing run. Mm-hmm. Folks, oh forget about that. I, that's that's God. what the that right there. It, you know, like we can we can go ahead and say what we want about Jordan Poole, uh, but you know, without him, I mean, they don't they don't win that championship. So I'm not. It's I'm funny. Not, yeah, he's not somebody I'm just going to just throw uh, dirt on uh, as he's as he's getting about, uh, as he's leaving uh, the city, man. Come on, right? I remember that that twenty one zero run, twenty one zero run, like it was like play by play, like somebody got a couple of offensive rebounds. Jordan was hitting shots off the backboard. Um, GP played a part in it. I remember the 
our last, what was it? No, we went up. It was when we got, I think our last, our 21 point was a fast break from Andrew Wiggins when he dunked it and then Steph went crazy on the bench. You guys have a better that? memory. You guys check it out later. Yeah, you guys. No, I wa- you I watch the games more, a lot. Like, I watch yeah. our championships like literally once a week. Like I'll say, okay, this week I'm gonna watch the 2015 championship. This week I'm gonna watch the 2017 championship. Like it never gets old to me. And maybe that's why I'm the way I am with this team because I don't go back and watch the games. Like I'll watch the games in season just to see what what was happening, what was going wrong. But as far mm-hmm. as like past seasons, I don't really go back much and watch those. I kind of just move on and think about what's next. Like, I'm a GM or something. It's, it's you know, my couch GM. I hear what you're saying. There, <laughs> right. but, there, but there are times where you're, sometimes you you got to go back and look so you won't make the same mistakes you're right. uh, moving forward. Right. Because, I mean, let's I mean, let's face it. Like I said, the reason why a lot of folks are, were, were down on this team, not because of the punch, you know, not just not just because of the punch uh, uh, from Draymond on uh, Jordan Poole, but the fact again, they lost in the playoffs for the first time under Steve Kerr. That left the that left the sour taste in folks' mouth. That because again, folks were not used to seeing the Warriors lose in the playoffs under Steve Kerr, and and a lot of that again comes from the fact that we needed a scapegoat. Because again, when you don't win the championship, someone has to answer for that. Hands are roll. So and, and as you can see, Jordan Poole was the one who answered for that because. It's a, it was a, a lot of it also has to has to do with the financial uh, aspect of this. The, the, like the way that the Warriors were going to be uh, paying that repeater tax, no, with, with Jordan Poole's uh, contract on the books, no, that wasn't that, that that wasn't good business. And again, the way that they that the way that these te- you know that the way that the NBA has has really just restructured the salary cap, the Warriors were getting themselves you know their books in order. Look at the Atlanta Hawks; they just yeah. gave away. John Collins and this seventy-eight, seventy-three <laughs> yeah, million dollars. You know, like, the, like uh, for real. Like now that you see teams like Indiana giving, uh, g- giving Tyrese Halliburton uh, five mm-hmm. for two sixty, Charlotte giving uh, Lamelo Ball the same numbers. In a couple of this years, should, they're going to have. Did Indiana gonna... just get Obi? Pardon? Didn't they just get Obi too? Obi Toppin. The uh, Pacers, they sure did. Yeah. They yeah. just are going they, for it this year. I like their moves. They're going for I it. I mean, anytime, anytime Bruce uh, Bruce Brown gets two for four, four, two years and a forty five million dollars on top of that, yeah, the the uh, the Pacers want to uh, or, or feel like they're they're they're, they're uh, serious about winning. Um, I mean, like I said, the 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 financial, a lot of this with the with with the way that the Warriors uh, gave out these contracts. Contracts is about about uh, restructuring uh, the books for uh, for the next couple of years because uh, you're still going to have to you know most likely you're going to give Clay his uh, his extension. Uh, you're gonna you're going to you know depends on it really also depends on what happens with Steve Kerr too. I think the, uh, that's a that's the that's the question a lot of folks are not uh, are not uh, asking is the fact that Steve Kerr's on a one year deal. Right. You know, he has he's on, he's in the last year of his deal. Depend on what the way the Warriors finish the season could possibly uh, determine if Steve Kerr gets that extension. So this is the this is the Warriors are entering a season where most likely it's championship or bust. I mean, it's the standard is around here 
uh, they, they've made it uh, so that it's championship robust. So this is this is the time for them to, to, to put a good team out there, especially take uh, take uh, advantage of these uh, last prime years for Steph because once we've seen it, Father Time's undefeated, and once you uh, once you slip uh, once you start slipping, uh, the drop um, the drop is a very precipitous one. And it's it's hard for me to to see him not being here. Just from the simple fact that they resigned Dre, got rid of Poole, and you still have uh, – and this is a four-year deal for, for Draymond. I don't – Yeah, the so way he's here with Steph. Yeah. The way he's uh, digressing and, and uh, getting older, it's not really – to me, it's my opinion, it's not really looking graceful. So at the end of that four-year contract for Draymond, I don't see him declining that. I think he's going to accept that. So if you have him – and Steph on the team for the next three seasons, I can't see a scenario where they're not letting uh, Kerr stay and you're bringing in a new coach to handle Draymond and handle this situation here. So it's hard for me to see Kerr not being here for the, at least the next three seasons. Okay. So you guys know I love asking like off-subject off questions, which is kind of on the same subject, but I'll just throw it out there for you guys. Which was more... Hated by Warriors fans. Which trade? The Pool Paul trade or the Monte Bogut trade? That's a good question. I th- I would have to say the, the CP3 trade just from the simple fact that he is really a a nemesis to the, this fan base. Like people really look at him. Bogut. You why do you think because because of Monte's a fan favorite? Monte was definitely a fan favorite, and it was one of those things where we had new owners coming in, and they just automatically thought, oh, shit, not again. We thought we just moved on from this. I mean, we, we, we know what happened later, but it was just one of those things that we're getting, we're trading for somebody injured. 2K told me I couldn't do that when I tried to do yeah, yeah. 2K. <laughs> but what about you, Joe? What's your thing? Uh... I would think that, uh, to be honest with you, I mean, a lot of folks are, are, are down with the, are not are not too happy with the CP3 uh, yeah. uh, Jordan Poole swap just because that you've you've battled uh, CP3 many times in the playoffs. You know, you he's an he's an arch nemesis, and you know you, you just you know we we know his history. When it comes down to uh, the Monte Ellis, uh, the Monte Ellis for Boga trade. Folks was ready to already like my question is were folks already give up on Steph because that's what you're going to do you were going to retreat you're going to you're going to trade one of those guys right and I right. mean and a lot of folks were already kind of were 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 at a crossroads with Steph because the ankle injuries but you weren't you weren't going to trade Steph just because there's still the potential of him being great Monte kind of was was beloved but but Monte had a little tricker past let's face it this man up there trying to hide the fact that he was riding a moped and got hurt mm-hmm. okay chris chris right. mullen could have taken away chris mullen should have taken away his money but he was being a nice guy and he, he pre- basically monte monte didn't lose any money but he should have because like i said yeah. he tried to hide the f- this contract right yeah and honestly chris mullen chris mullen would have would have would have would have taken a pr hit but he would have done it would have been the right thing to do 
because it clearly says in your in your contract, do not ride any motorized vehicles. <laughs> and he and he goes ahead and tries and he does and tries to hide it from, from, from his. He tried to hide it from his employers. That's the problem right there. He tried to hide it from his employees. This isn't a pickup uh, AAU team that he's just up there hanging out with on, a, on uh, during the summer. This is your employer that you try to hide this from. And he so, missed a chunk of games too. Exactly. So so I, you know it was a shock. But the as you as you clearly see, the Warriors made the right decision on who to keep. Right. Right. Because uh, again, it may be a bit it, of revisionist history, but. I still think the CP3 trade just re- this because he's an enemy. No, I hear I told I totally I totally get that I totally get that. But if you talk, but but you're t- if you know you're looking at this fact that again, the Warriors were not going to keep both of those guys on the roster, right? Monte and Steph, they weren't going to do that. So you had to figure if you were Joe Lacob, who just again. Just spent four hundred fifty million dollars on a on a on a basketball team. Do you really want to keep Monte Ellis again, who up there had a little checkered history again, uh, uh, bef- uh, bef- prior, or do you want to keep Steph Curry, where albeit that the uh, the ankle uh, injuries were uh, were were pro- were problematic, but you found a way to overcome that. And then Steph, outside of these last couple of seasons, after those ankle injuries. Wasn't he one of the more durable players in the league? He started. You right. start seeing him up there on the floor a lot, and then what happened? They started winning championships. So let's not let's not just go ahead and and uh, and say that you know both trades both trades were necessary. Both trades were necessary. This the 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 Monte Ellis trade for Andrew Bogut, a guy that you know. Had a had a catastrophic injury, but was a number one overall pick. Still up there, uh, was still a good player when, even after the injury because he was pretty much the final piece of the puzzle for them to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got Chris Paul. Y'all, you know, even though Chris Paul, you know, has been viewed as the enemy, you had to get away. You had to get from under that uh, that that uh, Jordan Poole contract. Which, let's face it. I'm, I'm, you know, even though even though Joe Lacob didn't say it, but I guarantee there was probably a mandate. That was probably uh, um, Mike Dunleavy's first uh, yeah. first mandate. You have to get get you have to get this uh, under the cap. You got you got you're gonna find have to you're gonna have to make calls for Jordan Poole. We got we cannot let this contract kick in, especially if we need to keep Draymond Green and Clay Thompson around. So. The Warriors made the right have have made the right moves to still put out. They're still going to put out a, a good uh, championship ca- uh, caliber team next year. So, I mean, you can't you can't break you can't make an album without breaking some eggs. So, that, and that's what the Warriors have done, man. And are you guys aware of the the second apron penalties? Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's 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 it, 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 uh, it, this this was all. Created for to to stop a team like the Warriors to be able to uh, to spend over the cap like this is like for teams that are that that have their own home stars that they've grown that they've given out contracts to this is going to this this CBA I still don't understand how the, how the damn players uh, agree to this that's CJ um, McCollum that's another that's another topic for another CJ, <laughs> God, but, like, but listen for the people that this. don't know I'm gonna read them off I'm yeah. gonna read off the restrictions. First one, teams cannot use the trade exception generated by aggregating the salaries of multiple players. That's one. 
Second one, team cannot include cash and trades. Third one, teams cannot use a trade exception to generate a trade exception generated in the prior season. Third one, or fourth one, first round picks seven years out are frozen, unable to be traded. And the last restriction, a team's first round pick is moved to the end of the first round if they remain in that second apron three out of five seasons. So with those restrictions, I fully support the move and I understand it 100%. I do. But again, they have the NBA. I still the, the players. I still don't. Yeah, we're gonna. That, you know what? That, that's that. I think that should be a separate show. Uh, yeah, I think like, so just too. Go through this, this is ridiculous. Just go through this. Yeah, because I still don't understand. I, I really want to hear. Has anybody uh, even asked CJ McCollum why did they even agree to this? Because I don't. I like. I, I, I'm gonna do some research because I don't even think I even heard the players. You know, come out and say. If they were yay or nay on this, like you guys just Draymond hated this it. to happen. Draymond hated. It. He tweeted right after they accepted this and was like, this "Oh is my god!" Like, I mean, Desmond Bain get two hundred seven million. Come Jeez. on down, like guys. I was taking a look at free agency earlier. Like the numbers that are getting thrown out. Like five years ago, could Dante Divincenzo get fifty mil? Probably. Yes. No, he could. We could have, because again, yes, because you got well, uh, like he's coming off like if we're talking about five years ago, where Dante Divincenzo is coming off a championship with uh, with Milwaukee because he got traded from Milwaukee to um, to Sacramento, you know. So this was a this was the this was a this first time really in free agency. So with the way the cap was back then, he. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He would have got, he would have got if if, he if uh, yeah, <laughs> he if a guy more. like I got, you, I got you right here. If Matthew Delvadova was able to get forty million dollars from the yeah. Cleveland Cavaliers, oh, shit. exactly, Some exactly. Guys, four from fifty stopper. is not that bad. That's actually He's a what stopper, guys. 12, 12 million, twelve point five a year. <laughs> twelve point five million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not yeah. bad. That's actually not bad for him. So yeah, that's yeah. Totally so mm. that's what I'm saying. Like it would not have, yeah. Dante DiVincenzo would have gotten fifty million, especially he got fifty million from the Knicks. The Knicks are willing to give their money away at, at a time. Is yeah. five years ago? Yeah. Yes. No, nah, you're right. Yes, you're right. Yeah, of course. Come on, upon, man. Upon further review, yeah, you're yeah. 100%. He probably would have got seventy-five. <laughs> he probably would have got seventy-five five, million, five years ago. And I love Ken Bazemore, but you really gonna give him seventy million, Atlanta? Oh my god! Come on, that like again. That's <laughs> that what I'm saying. Wild. The money again. Teams have to have to uh, spend to at least the uh, the floor. So Dante Divincenzo would have been a starting point guard in in, in OKC if they were giving giving him fifty million dollars. Yeah, trust. So do, do, do you guys want to hear what's my most shocking take? Or my most shocking thing, I believe, in this free agency. Go ahead. Kyrie Irving re-signing with Dallas. I don't think that. I mean, where else is he going to go? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but if you're Dallas, else to go. I mean, obviously it didn't work last year, right? What no, other option no, they no, had? What, yeah, like, what do you mean not, not, it didn't work last year? Explain, uh, expand on that a little bit. Like, you signed Kyrie and your record worsens? You trade for Kyrie Irving, yeah, yeah but the, the whole the, the, they they knew that this was not going to be a rental. 
they were they had all intent they had yeah. the intention of, of, of keeping Kyrie around longer. So I mean, yeah, it sucked that they didn't make the playoffs. But Kyrie was they, they already like when they traded for him, they they're all in, you know, depending on where they were finished, no matter where they finished, I should say, their their intentions were to keep Kyrie around. Right. So it but, may but not it, yeah. It may not look some for, big pieces for him. They Those did viable pieces. They did, but you already but they knew they were the only ones that could be able to give Kyrie the money he wanted. Right. Flat out, because if you're any other GM, just the way that this guy is, you're staying away from him. I don't right. give a damn if the talent is good. You're 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 not kicking on a guy like that that is going to you know make, you know you you sign him all of a sudden you know forty games in I don't like being here anymore. James Harden in no this this is why I think Dallas made the right move by keeping uh, Kyrie because I don't see Kyrie now that he's got the three year for what one twenty six. I yeah. better not hear not one word right. out of this man's mouth this year. Like in terms of, oh, you know, I don't think this is a good team this year. <laughs> you know, I think we should be able to go. So, you know, we can coach ourselves. Then all of a sudden, you look up. Jason Kidd gets fired because Kyrie says that we can coach ourselves. No, Kyrie Irving better be on his best behavior this year because I don't he's got know if it's a such thing. This man was mad after he won the championship. He was mad. At, he was mad because LeBron. He made the show. LeBron made the show of him coming home. That's yeah. what. That's what he was more. Yeah. More. Yeah. He was more mad about. Then he gets traded to uh, to Boston, and he's like, "Hey, I'm the final piece of the puzzle." He gets hurt. Matter of fact, that team is a lot better without him. They go. If they 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 go within one game of the NBA Finals without him. <laughs> so you know he. So don't get it wrong, Kyrie. Isn't the straw that stirs wasn't the straw that stirred the drink in uh in Boston? Then he gets what he ends up uh, goes to what Brooklyn. Brooklyn. We saw what happened there. That was a shit show. <laughs> that was a shit show. Yeah, when they got together, everybody was scared until until they weren't scared anymore. They were scared until <laughs> they, they 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 saw that them guys were never going to play with each other. Wait, wait. I think they played fifteen the games year? with each other. When, when, when did they get together and the Warriors spanked that ass? Was it the first year they was together? Uh, no. no, I think they whooped the Warriors' ass that year. No, it was. He's talking about the Thursday. He's talking about the TNT game. I know which one you're talking about, John. Yeah, the Warriors about the TNT just... game where they they just they because they just came out of uh, they were they had just played the Knicks and the next night they played the, they they played the uh, the Nets the next night and absolutely just destroyed the boys. It was the, uh, I think it was the same uh, road trip where Steph up there uh, became the all-time three-point shooter. I think it might have been that road trip, if I'm not mistaken. So it was last um, year, pretty much. No, like not not this year, but the year before last. It was like we 2021 that year, right? It was like yeah. 2021 or something like that. They uh, that happened. Yeah. I think we won a championship that year, did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because okay, yeah. okay, yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, I, uh, to be quite honest with you, though. I, I just think that with Kyrie Irving, uh, he had no other options. Like the whole flirting with, with Phoenix, where the reports were that he was going to take a meeting with Phoenix, he was not going to sign there for no damn three vet minimum, vet minimum right. three million dollars. Right. Not when yeah. Dallas was able to offer him no again, no state income tax at that, and he's getting all that all that money. So why 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 would he want to go to? 
the Clippers where where he's going to again middle mid season. Well, you know, it doesn't look like we'll be able to get anywhere. So I don't know. <laughs> time, like him and James Harden can both can both take a hike. Where do you guys think he's going? Yeah. James Harden can go can go play for the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves for all I care. <laughs> he might like, go ahead. Yeah, uh, he he's probably the only player more hated than Paul. Man, that's the thing. See, and and and, and like he he he's like I I read a couple of reports that James Hart once you know has been has been perusing the teams and he wants to you know first thing he wants to do is win. If you want to win, then stay in Philadelphia. Stay in Philadelphia. Like why why right. up there? You're with why the MVP. Like, <laughs> if you you won the league, you won the assist title, and you helped Joel Embiid finally. Even though he did have a little crocodile tears about it, he won his MVP. He got his little elusive MVP. You, well, you, 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 and you and uh, Embiid should know about. Oh, well, you know, no one wants to give us MVPs, even though we feel like we're the best players in the league. Okay, uh, you know, so James Harden again, James Harden. I, I think tr- I truly believe he's he's part of this new age of of, of of basketball player that really does not care about their legacy, but they're still getting the Hall of Fame because the Naismith Hall of Fame includes everybody now. Yeah. So, um, if I were him, I mean, I mean, he says that the Clippers is, is a team is a team that really wants some. If I was, you know, the Knicks were is another rumored team. He wants to win. Stay in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? Stop, 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 stop giving me this. Stop giving the fans. Well, you know, I, it was, you know, I want to win, but, you know, I, I just, I'm just not happy here. Like, not happy anywhere. I mean, God, Lee, like, you just take a look at all the teams he's been on. He's been on numerous teams that could have won a championship. He just ran OKC team. Just ran to the wrong guys. I mean, like, look, they ran like that OKC team. He he was a no show in that finals, right? Right? They, right. Yeah. They, like, let's be, let's yeah, let's keep it a buck, man. Team. Let's keep it a whole buck, like that, like that whole playoff run, because that was a year he won. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, six he won six man of the year, right? He yep. won six man of the he year did. that year. He did. They started. People start comparing him. You start hearing the experts saying, "Oh yeah, he's the new Mono Ginobili and, and whatnot. Right. He's going, you know, he's going to be the eldest secret weapon coming off the bench." You ran into LeBron and them. You were in a no show. So you up there, you you know, you lost. Even though Kevin Durant and Russ came came to play, you didn't show up. So OKC was like. We can't keep everybody, so we're not going to be able to sign James. So let's go ahead and trade him to Houston for Kevin Martin and the Hill of Beans and uh, let him go down there. And what happens? He gets to the final, uh, he gets to the Western Conference Finals with Dwight Howard. And they ran into a fucking buzzsaw. Again, it's all about time. And you you play who's in front of you. You ran into the wrong teams. Right. Like you just and that and that's the thing. Like James Harden has been on teams where you think like if they just didn't run in the Warriors, maybe they have an opportunity to win. You got to you got you got put in Brooklyn. Like you wanted to go there. You wanted to play with uh, with KD and uh, and Kyrie. But what you do showed up. Well, in Houston, you showed up all pudgy and, and whatnot. Didn't want to play. Didn't look like you had no had no uh, no wherewithal to play ball. No motivation. All of a sudden, you get traded to Brooklyn. Oh damn, you dropped twenty five pounds just like that, <laughs> just like that. 
Oh, I'm in a better situation. <laughs> do you remember that team he was on with Paul? Were they? What was the advantage they had on the Warriors? Was they up three two? They were up yeah. three two. Yep. They're up they're up three two, two and in both of those games they were up by what twenty points to yeah, close it out. They're up. They and were what happened? Games. They up there. They, what did they do? Go what? Oh for twenty seven from three. Historic. That was horrible. Yeah, I mean, like they they up there took every three imaginable and could not make we one spot. Stop. Like no. I said, EJ Tucker, Clang, James Harden, Clang. Ryan Anderson was on the team too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was a reason Trevor Trevor Ariza clang and yeah. 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 I mean, people forget Nick Young had a couple of big uh threes in that game yeah. seven for the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I forgot oh, man, I forgot he was a warrior for a while. Yeah, Nick Young got a ring. Swaggy P has a ring. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, so so like I said, man, like with James Harden, he says that he wants to win. Depends on where he ends up and, and like he goes. Like James Harden, wherever he ends up, I, I'm willing. I'm willing to bet any of you guys a steak dinner that in about a, about 18 months after getting to said new team, it's going to be one out. He's going to one out. I'm telling you, he's oh, like this guy again. He he just annoys me because the talent, as you can see, the talent is there, but he just is such a does. Just does nonsense. Like you just you and Kyrie are like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not one of these guys that'll tell tell guys a cancer in the locker room. But you could just tell like, not too many folks like playing with you guys, and they're happy when you guys leave. Yeah, you know, and and that's and that's honestly that's, that's James Harden. I mean, Joel Embiid should have a championship ring on his finger, but. The, the, but the Sixers opted to to choose Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. So, yeah. oh, if they would have kept Jimmy Butler, man, you know. So that's just the, they you know Tobias when it comes out. Harris. Like I said, at the end of the day, James Harden is going to go. To, he's going to get signed. He's going to sign with some team. They're going to give him a bunch of money. In about eighteen months from uh, from said uh, signing, well, I don't think we got you know have enough to win, man. Uh, you know, I can, you know, I'm putting up 30 and, uh, you know, we're still floundering in the Western conference, uh, playing, playing. <laughs> yeah. Hot topic. Speaking of Joel Embiid, I don't think you win a championship with him as your number one player. Mm, well, that's a good take. I, I mean, my, but my reason is, yeah, if you're the number one player. Support that claim, please. I want to hear this. Support that claim. Your number one thing is leadership, right? You can't make the comments that he made in a presser last year after losing and claim to be a leader. You don't make those comments. What comments are you talking about? The one where he's like, you know, me and James, we can't do it by ourselves. You don't say that. Well, clearly, we're, well, clearly, he can't do it by himself because James Harden asked was nowhere to be found. Okay. <laughs> This so, like they I took mean, terms take taking games off. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And like, <laughs> and like Joel Embiid, I, you know what? I, I, you got, you, like, I, I look at it from that perspective. Yeah, he's being a teammate, trying to be a good teammate because we all seen James Harden. He's another. Uh, he's another David Blaine shows up in the playoffs, goes and disappears. I mean, I mean, this guy again. He, 
you know, Joel, you said Joel Embiid can't, you can't win a championship with Joel Embiid as your uh, number one player. I think you still can. Um, you know, leadership is one thing. I, I you know, I could, I hear what you're saying, uh, John. I, I totally get it. His comments were, you know, were out there. But name me another. You, you can't not find me another uh, superstar that has not said that. You know, I've, I've heard, I've heard plenty of superstars that says, you know, hey, you know, me and such and such, we, we're, we're doing what we can. You know, and you know, it's just you know we're just running into a team that just got all they're just fighting their own cylinders. You know, they're not you know they're not you know they're not putting their teammates under the bus. But you know, I can understand why it's Philly, it's the Sixers. So you yeah, know, that that that, well, that that whole media over there is just different. The way they cover the team is different. The way they view the team is different. The way they talk about the team is different over there. That's cool to them. Like, that's okay. That's not weird to them to for him to come out and say something like that. That's crazy. But I, I, I'm kind of leaning towards you can win with Joel Embiid as well. Um, it's just that whole situation. I don't know if it's jaded him, but that whole situation is just it's a very toxic environment over there in Philadelphia. So I don't if he's out of that market, I think he will be different, and I think he he has a different mindset. It's just that market is kind of like have has a heavy influence on how he talks to the media. So I th- I think it'll be different. I think if he was out of that market, he would be a championship caliber player. Okay, I mean, I just think that I just think that really like. When it comes down to it, it's not like they. It's not like the Sixers are, you know, are a bad team. They got players. They got Pat Bev now too. That wasn't a bad. You know what? That actually is not a bad move. I thought Boston was going to get Pat Bev. Yeah, that would have that would have that would have solved the Marcus Smart uh, loss right there. If they would have gotten Pat Bev, at least Uh, another rugged defender. But Philadelphia, I mean, that's a good. That's actually a good move by uh, Sixers getting Pat Bev because. You do need some more. Uh, you do need a little bit more defense uh, on the perimeter, and chances are, chances are you're going to. You're, you know, you're you're, you're getting rid of uh, James Harden, so maybe you bring back another defender, another ready player back uh, to help with Joel and B. Because let's face it, I mean, I don't see, I don't see, I don't see Pat Bev being the starting, uh, tight, uh, being the starting uh, point guard for the. Uh, for the Sixers, so uh, it's a it's a good move. But uh, Sixers, I mean, in the Eastern Conference, they're still expected to uh, at least make it make make a deep run and maybe find a way to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. But they they're not done. It's they got they got to figure out what they end up doing with uh, with uh, James Harden at right. the end of the day. And whatever return you get, how what does that leave a hole? But speaking of Eastern Conference, we also got rumors. Well, no, it's not really a rumor. I think it's you could kind of solidify it as, as valid news. Dame Lillard has requested a trade, and his number one option is the Miami Heat. Uh, I think the Miami Heat reported trade package in return would be Tyler Hero and uh, Duncan Robinson and picks. If that is the, the framework of the trade, how do you guys feel about Miami Heat if that's all they have to give up? It'd be a steal. Yeah, man. <laughs> it would be. Uh, I mean, because they just got rid of. Uh, they just trade. They, they they traded away uh, Victor, Victor Oladipo. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you got that nine and a half million trade exception that they can use. Uh, but um, but I think it was good. I think it was, I think if that's if that's what you're just gonna give up, or because because you're most likely Tyler Hero, you get his book, you get his contract off the books, and send him to you know because you, you're gonna take on Dame's salary. Uh, it makes plenty of sense. Uh, I like I, I like the fact that that they conclude Tyler Hero um, after you know. After, especially after losing Gabe Vincent and uh, Max Struess, yeah. the 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 Heat have to get have to uh, make make a make a move because they, I mean they made a surprising run to the, uh, to, to the finals, but as you can as you clearly saw, it was Jimmy Butler and and whoever Caleb else you know Caleb would act, you know would, you know who else would I come you know want to work with him. Uh, but you get Dame, you get Dame down there, a guy who's hungry and wants to uh, and wants to win. Uh, that's a big. That's going to be a big motivating factor, especially you know going down to Miami, playing in the Heat culture. Uh, he would be he would be a great asset to the Heat. Um, I think it would be good. I think it would be a good move. But don't count on Brooklyn. Don't count on Brooklyn uh, to to make a run because. They've got they've got pieces. They've got they no, they've got plenty of uh, they've they've got plenty of talent that they could offer Portland. I mean, if you can get if you can find a way get uh, Dame into uh, Brooklyn without having to give up Cam Johnson, Mikael, to go with Mikael Bridges. Watch out for Brooklyn. Yeah, they can they can make a little push and and make it interesting. Um, but him on Brooklyn with with him and Bridges and Johnson, I don't know if that makes them head and shoulders, you know, up there with the big boys. But it, it does definitely make it interesting. Him on the Heat, though, I think what, the Heat make a nice run with with those two. The, honestly, I don't think that that would sit well with Bridges either if he went to the Nets. Why is that? I think. I think Bridges got a taste of being big dog last year, and he doesn't want to relinquish that. I mean, I, 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 hear, what you, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I, I do. But I, honestly, at this point in the NBA, you know, well, at this stage in the NBA now, there ain't too many teams that don't have at least two stars. Right. I mean, don't get it wrong. Cam Johnson to me is a budding star, but he's not like. You know, a star, star. You know, you put you put Mikael Bridges with uh, Dame Lillard. Those are two good. Those are two two building blocks, two cornerstones of your franchise that that can, that that can get buckets. And I mean, yeah, I mean, it, you're you're right about uh about uh, Mikael Bridges being the man. But uh, I'm sure that the man would would uh, would appreciate more help on a team where. Where they're in the Eastern Conference, where you know, a couple of you know, a couple of moves here and there, get the right playoff uh, matchup, win a first right. round playoff series. Hell, when you know, look at the, look at the uh, look at the New York Knicks. Right. No, right. I mean, they like, were, this yeah. Stuff, this stuff, and, they, and they had a skeleton crew make it to this uh, uh, second round of the playoffs, man. So if I'm a if if I'm a Brooklyn. I would definitely make a run at Dame, but you know Miami appears to be the front runner because that's who Dame says he prefers to uh, be traded to. 
And so I, they're I mean, gonna have to get a third team involved, right? Yeah, they have to. Yeah, that's been reported that they they have because I don't think Portland wants to take on Hero, so they they're looking for someone to take him on. Hmm. So they would need a third team to facilitate. I hate today's that. NBA to where everything's about money. Well, yeah, contracts got to match up. Yeah, and you and 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 and, uh, and and draft picks are not worth the paper that they're printed on anymore. Right. So, so you got to you, you have to be creative. Most most trades, uh, most most trades usually involve three teams uh, in the NBA now. Because I mean, look at uh, like Cleveland, Miami, and uh, who was it, San Antonio for uh, for Max Struess. Yeah, they needed three. Yeah, I mean Max Struess. Got sixty three million dollars from uh, from Cleveland, but uh, it took it took uh, Miami to willing to attach a or I believe yeah willing to attach a, a draft pick. They did to yeah to just to be able to get the just to be able to make the uh, the numbers work. So at, so it does uh, yeah you have to be creative and and so that's why trades have to make sense for all three teams. Like most of the time. Most of the times, uh, when a guy is traded, it could be he has an expiring contract, which is very enticing for teams. I mean, look at matter of fact, Brooklyn just made that trade to uh, uh, to to Indiana for, in the, the, for Joe Harris. Right. They got Joe Harris is nineteen million off the books. Turn that into a trade exception right now. So they could they've got some they 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 were able to make a couple of moves. So again, it's just a matter of making the economics work. Um, if you're a team that's that's looking to make that next step and and a tra- you know and, and acquiring a star like a Dame Lillard or uh, I mean I've got it, they still got Ben Simmons on that roster too. Yeah. That's another thing. I like, yeah, that's the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep forgetting about that. I don't even know. I mean Ben Simmons. It seems like his personality, the guys that they have on his team now. I think he feels a little bit more comfortable with these guys on the team opposed to other superstars. For some reason, I just don't feel like he does well playing with other superstar, high ego type players. These ben guys Sim- seems like they fit his personality a lot better. Until he stops, until he stops acting, until he, until he, until he stops acting like he enjoys with basket the with the game of basketball for the lifestyle that they affords him instead of actually being a basketball player wanting to play i'm not i'm not i'm not taking too much stock in ben simmons if i'm if i'm brooklyn i would i'm i'm finding a way to get that man off my team because he is again he has not shown me anything that he's he's trustworthy i mean until he shows me that he's willing to to take his secondary role because trust me, he's not going to be a starter in Brooklyn. He's a guy that's going to be coming off a of bench. Like it's just better talent in front of him right now. So if I were him, I would try to find uh, a way to 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 rehab- rehabilitate my uh, my NBA career before it's all over. Because you have I mean, as he, as, yeah, and so that's why I think if he were if Ben Simmons were was. Would you know? Would get his you know bearings together. He will be a good uh, six man uh, of the year candidate, being able to usher in another anchor, anchor the second unit. I mean, he's only twenty seven. Like he has, 
in theory, he has a lot of basketball left in him. Plenty of basketball. Yeah, he got that much feet. run on his legs. Right. <laughs> right. So he, he, he could still you know, have a, a, a redemption run, turn his career around, and get back to where he was before all this drama happened. But this will be the team hey, to do what? it on. Like this, the, the, As the Nets are constructed right now, this will be the team to do it on. I think he can. It's just I don't know where his mind at. I can't read his mind. I can't read his personality. But this seems like the type of personalities on this team for him to feel comfortable enough to get back to basketball and be who I guess he wants to be. Yeah, did he miss point. games for like mental health or something yes. like that? Mental and health slash back. Get, and he still and he still wanted to get he still want to get twenty million dollars from the Seventy Sixers too. Right. He didn't want to take a uh, a non paid leave of absence. It had to be paid, which is kind of weird. But he only has two more years left on his deal. So if it doesn't work out, you got uh, asset forty million dollars coming off the books for another team. Oh, that yeah, that expiring contract. If I was a uh, if I was OKC Thunder, would would be great. Yeah, that makes them <laughs> a player and free agency with the pieces they got now. Look out for them because Chet didn't play last year and they still made the playing game. And no, actually, I expect that, I expect that team I expect that team to uh, to win at least forty five games. Yeah, me too. Seriously, I, I think I think they have them. the talent. They, I think they have the talent to do so, especially with Chet, who will be uh, Rookie of the Year uh, candidate eligible, right? Because um, he missed his entire uh, missed entire uh, season last year. So, which is not fair, but <laughs> it's I mean, the rules. It, it, I mean, it is the rules because Blake Griffin was able to pull that uh, yeah. pull that stunt. Sherry Wright I got I got ECW on in the background, guys. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, ECW is still on? Oh no, I got I got the WWE Network. Before we came over, we were talking about intro not to get off topic, but we were talking mm-hmm. about intro songs. And sure. some of the great intro songs, like they don't make them like they used to. Uh we had some all time greats. He mentioned Hulk Hogan's intro, NWO. Real American Jim Johnson, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. one of my personal favorites is, I guess you could say it's weird, but Undertaker. When I buy the the games, like the the wrestling mm-hmm. games, I always made a character, and I wanted them to be a dark character, but mm-hmm. I could never find that dark intro quite like Undertaker's all time mm-hmm. great intro, in my opinion. No, yeah, uh, the Undertaker's is, is 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 tremendous. I've always been a always liked the. Uh, the Heart Foundations. Um, oh, don't start. Don't get me started on old school wrestling, Joe. Yeah, no. <laughs> don't do it. No, nah, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll say that for another uh, day. We'll start yeah. getting hypotheticals. <laughs> nah, we'll be we'll, we'll be here all night with that because, uh, like I said, you're talking to somebody that's the historian of pro wrestling. Man, I go back to the fifties, man. Oh wow! So far oh, oh yeah, we definitely got fifties, sixties, seventies, eighties, dude. I, I love, I love. I'll, I'll we talking up. Bruno San Martino? Look, hey, I, matter of fact, I watched uh, the other day. I watched him and Larry Zbysko from Shea Stadium in 1978. I think it was. You know what? Larry Zbysko was was a better commentator than wrestler. Oh, I said it. Sh- that, well, yeah, you can go ahead. And, <laughs> you can go ahead and say that because you didn't. You, you know, you. I put uh, Larry. 
Larry Zbysko was pretty good. I'm right now. Right now, I got uh, my man Shane Douglas on TV uh, kicking ass right now. So uh, with ECW, he beating the hell out of Pat Tanaka right now. So uh, oh yeah, wow. <laughs> you remember Dean Douglas? Yeah, Dean Douglas. Wow. Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> Dean Douglas with the big uh, exclamation point in the back of the tights. Goddamn right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, man. Trust. Trust. Yeah. Oh so. man, we gonna. Have to... <laughs> Damn. Damn. You just brought it back. Yeah. That so. is nostalgia to that is bad. That's fine. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, like, like seriously though, when it comes down to it though, you have to. Uh, be creative in uh in trade. So like if you are if you are the for instance the Philadelphia 76ers, you know, you want to get rid, you know, want to move on from James Harden. You got to get a third team involved uh with any other, you know, if you, you trade them to the Clippers cuz there's going to be some salary that needs to be dumped somewhere. So that third team is always used as the the team that you're going to probably get all the draft picks and the co- contract salary dumps too. Yeah. And I'm gonna beat the I'm gonna beat this like a dead horse to Warriors fans because I know Warriors fans are do not like the CP3 trade, but his contract is a trade asset moving forward next year. If the Warriors do want to take on some contract, and they they want to get a player that's a little bit higher than the mid level, he has a team option. It's non guaranteed. They can mm-hmm. trade that contract. The team that takes him on can then waive him. And yeah, so you know what I mean. Like, so, like I said, it's a it's the so the trade for CP three it's a win win for for the Warriors because I mean you get pools you know you get pools number off the books, but you also take on Chris Paul Paul's contract that if it doesn't work out, you can trade him by uh, by 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 uh, by the trade deadline. And that that you know that's an expiring contract comes off your books. You'll have you'll have more uh, cash space to work with uh, come the off season, or you'll be able to pick up a, uh, or you may be able to uh, sign a veteran who's who's out there that you may need for the stretch run. And even even if it does work next year, you, you can use that. And that's what I'm referring to next year. Like if it, if it works and you you know you have success with Chris Paul. Say you win a championship, even if you don't, you get to the conference finals or something. His his contract next year is not guaranteed. It's a team option. He, they could trade that. They could use that as an expiring contract next year and take some players back if that's what they want to do. I don't know if they want to do that, but this I don't know. This trade just is such a good trade. It makes the Warriors better next year, and that contract is an asset now for next year as well. So you can't you can't lose. The Warriors can't lose. With this trade, so you're, you're saying good job, Dunleavy. <laughs> That's basically what I'm saying. I, was, I mean, it wasn't. Real, I don't think Dunleavy would have done this if Joe Lacob didn't push for this. This seems like a Joe Lacob pushed move. It's just Dunleavy facilitated it well to make it. You know, if you if you understand the business behind it, you're like, okay, this is a really good move. But I don't think Joe Lacob actually. Told him to trade for Chris Paul. I think he just told him you got to get Jordan Paul off the books, and this is what Dunleavy did. Exactly. That's what I think. It's like part most of it, most of the trade that uh, mo- most of that trade is 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 uh, is, is clearly keep- is, is is bookkeeping. Right. It is. I mean, yeah, the Warriors had to 
give Jordan Poole his extension last year because they came off a finals run. He had a good run. You know, he had a good uh, – he was a major part of that. So he got paid. But they, they still had him under con- under his rookie deal for one more year. So it made sense that they can kick it, they can kick the can down the road the, the following year because once his number – once – once his once his contract kicks in, they were going to trade. I, I truly believe, even if that punch didn't happen, I still think they were going to probably get that uh, get that get his contract off the books. It was just because mm-hmm. it was just a big number. It it, it truly was. So um, you can you can say that they can they could have kept Jordan Poole and make it work, but I don't care if you're flush with cash. Ownership is not going to want to be paying luxury tax fees every single high luxury tax right. fees every single year just just to kind of just to try to keep you know stay competitive. Sure, you know you want to try to win win a championship every year. I mean that's the goal, but there's you, you, you this is sports is also a business, man. So you can't be out here want to lose money every year and you don't win a championship. It just just doesn't make any sense. So why am I going to be paying, you know, close to 100, maybe 100 a little over 100 million in luxury taxes alone because I got a roster full of high-pay guys. I mean, Phoenix Phoenix is really about the year Phoenix Phoenix is really going to feel the crunch in the next couple of years because yeah. really this year you already got $163 million committed into four into, into your starting uh, four of your uh, starting five, you know? So they, you know, they, they, they got to use creative players, roster uh, player 95 to fill out their bench. <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, they're going to be playing, they're going to be playing all those starters heavy minutes because they because they have no money to fill out the bench. Guys, do you think all of this is the Warriors' fault when they uh, yeah. got Kevin Durant? You is could it? say you could say this is a, this is all tailored around the Warriors, but the Warriors did what any other team would do if there was a spike, uh, an increase in the cap. Because I mean, that's all the Warriors did. I mean, any team could have done this, done, uh, done the same thing. They could have gone out and gotten Kevin. Durant because it was the NBA had got flushed with new with, with more money, which increased the uh, with the, the TV deal, which increased the salary cap. And the Warriors went ahead and took took advantage full, like any team would have, take full advantage. That's what that's what gets lost in this. It's like the everybody would talk about, oh yeah, the Warriors up there went out and you know bought bought uh bought Kevin Durant. If you're if you had the salary cap to do so, you wouldn't have gotten gone right. out there and trying to get Durant. That's what I don't understand. Like, you have the money. What team, what management, what ownership in their right mind would say, well, no, we have a really good team. I don't want us to be too good and go out and get this generational talent. It will be a dereliction. It will be a dereliction of responsibility. Right. Like, if you did not do that as as an ownership group. It makes no sense. The Warriors, it was some luck involved in that. But the way it worked out, they look like geniuses, and you cannot fault them for that because that it doesn't make sense not to sign a generational talent if you have the opportunity to. Makes no sense. And I see a lot of people trying to copy the Warriors' blueprints, kinda, just because everybody's just trying to get a super team now. Such so, so, but what people don't realize, you need more than just those good or great three or four starters. You need to build a team around it. And when Kevin Durant came to the Warriors, 
you had really, really, really good players taking pay cuts just to sign with us because they knew what was about to happen. I remember that year we got who David West at a steal. Um, we ended up getting Zaza Pachulia at a steal. Uh, who else do we get, guys? I know we got West Pachulia. A lot of Sean guys Livingston. came out of bargain for us because they no, we had him uh, twenty fourteen. Yeah, but that was still a good deal though. True, true. That was the. But we had guys coming just because they wanted a championship. Tomorrow, like guys like Leandro Barbosa, which I don't know if you call that a deal because he was towards the end, but he was a really good pickup. Yeah, but we got him. We got him during the 2014 season before they even knew we was going to win a championship. Okay. We got him that championship season, I think. Okay. I see what you're saying. Um,. So yeah, I uh, I think a lot of teams try to emulate the Warriors, but they don't understand how how smart the Warriors were in doing things. You can't just get superstars together and say, "Hey, we're going to win." You have to understand that there's a there's a formula that you need to use. A key component to that was they drafted their players, they developed their players, even guys that they got off like the G League. They developed a lot of these guys. And the teams that are trying to emulate that aren't doing that. They're just trying to bring in star players and see, hey, let's try to make this work. So there's a difference in, in the blueprint of how the Warriors did it. And the closest team that's doing it now is the Nuggets. The Nuggets are the closest ones to emulate in that blueprint. No, it is. I mean, it's always good. And, you know, you're, the, the, you know the, the, the goal is to – is to be able to draft well, develop your players, pay them when they're when it's time to pay them, and see if you're able to squeeze one championship out of the group. Right. And that's what. It, and, and, and honestly, with the Warriors, they, everybody that they have, they, they, they pretty much their core has all been drafted. Right. Their entire right. core of guys that have that have been that have been main contributors to winning championships for them have been tra- have been drafted. Clay's been drafted. Steph's been drafted. Draymond's been drafted. Kevon Looney's been drafted. Um, all these guys, and 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 at least with two out of those four guys, with Steph and Kevon, those guys were were dealing with injuries earlier on in their career, and, right. and folks was already ready to uh, to move on from them. Right, folks was ready mm-hmm. to move on from uh, from uh, from him, and, uh, and and said he was a bust. But now he's he's one of the more beloved guys in the organization from the fan base. Like he couldn't go anywhere else. Uh, like they would not allow this man. Like he's that much loved here. So, uh, and and in, and in the, and then the guys that you can't, you know, in the positions that you can't uh, seem to hit on in the draft, you supplement that in the in free agency. Uh, I mean, Andrew Wiggins was a was was part of it. You know, was 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 a trade, but. He was a guy that just needed a fresh start somewhere, and as, as you could see, without him, they don't win a championship. Mm-hmm. Okay, this this last recent uh, championship that, that they won. So they have had, they have done the Warriors have done things the right way in terms of winning championships. They have, like I said, they have developed, they have drafted and developed their guys well, and have and have, and and by doing so, you guys just mentioned it how they're able to get veterans on cheap deals to help uh to help come and win uh 
a championship. So you were able to keep your your core together, and that's helped you go, and, and that's helped you stay competitive. Is, is what I'm saying. So the Warriors, you know, you're right. The the Nuggets are probably the next closest thing because I mean, you you drafted uh, Jokic, who they had they had Jokic and uh, Jokic, and they made the right decision by trading uh, Nurkic to Portland. Because imagine if they would have imagine they would have traded him away, the Nuggets would still be trying to look for uh, for their first uh, yeah. championship. Uh, yeah. Aaron Gordon was a guy that they brought in as a free agent or was part of a trade. He wasn't he wasn't drafted by the Nuggets, but he was part of the trade. Jamal Murray, guy that they drafted, um, you know, uh, stood by him during a catastrophic knee injury, and as you can see, they won the championship. Um, Michael uh, Porter Jr. Another guy they drafted and who had some uh, who had a couple of uh, health issues uh, early on in his career, he's helped them help. Uh, he's helped them win a championship. So you're right, to be a top three pick. He was supposed to be a top three pick, but the Nuggets were glad that they fell. He fell to them when they did, and so that and he is he was a major part of them winning a championship. So again, yeah, the Nuggets are probably the last. Are right now. Uh, like the Warriors are doing it the right way, drafting, mm-hmm. developing, and then putting, you know, finally having everybody healthy enough to make this playoff run and, and win a championship. Indeed, this is absolutely my last question for you guys. With all this said, is there any team that's head and shoulders the best team in the NBA as of today? Oh, oh, no, no, the Nuggets are still. You think their head and shoulders better than everyone else? As of right now, still, yeah. I mean, even though they lost Bruce, Bruce uh, Brown and uh, Jeff Green, I don't. They are. I mean, they they still have. You still have the best player in all of basketball in in uh, Jokic right now. The uh, winner, the MVP winner, two of the last three years. Jamal Murray looks like he is fully all the way back from his uh, from that knee injury he suffered. Um, Michael Porter Jr. is 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 turning into one of the better wings in, in all of uh, basketball. And Aaron Gordon has done has rehabilitated his career after right, being in yeah. Orlando. He does all of the dirty work. Does all of it. And right now, with and still, and they have and they still have a solid bench. Um, you know, um, Christian Braun is going to have is going to have increased minutes next year after having valuable playoff minutes. A guy uh, this they year. drafted, <laughs> a guy that they drafted exactly. So right now, they still to me until somebody shows me a better team, they're still the best team in in, in, uh, in all of basketball. They are. No, no, I agree with that. I, I think they are the best team. What I put them head and shoulders above the rest, I'm still not sold on that. I think this was kind of a wonky playoff. So you had a eight seed, a seven seed, and a six seed all advanced. And I don't I can't remember a time where that's happened. It's not it's not it's not it's not happened as much. I don't think it's ever happened, but you play Who's in front of you? Exactly. Like you make you make no apologies on how to get to the uh, you get to the champ. You win a championship. Uh, you're right. You just win it. Fan bases are going to be like, well, you know, we had to, we had to play the uh, the uh, the Memphis Grizzlies in the first round, and they weren't all healthy. We won. 
Right? You know, like, <laughs> I mean, because no, yeah, people have done that to the Warriors. They tried to discredit the Warriors because of the I'm path saying, that they like, went through. And I'm not trying to do that with the with the Nuggets. All I'm saying like is, yeah, there were there were things that happened to where it's like, I don't know if they're head and shoulders. You can't deny that they're the best because they were number one seed. They were the number one seed for majority of the year. They deserve to be there. Like there was nobody right. in the West that we could look at and be like, "Oh, if they were healthy, they would." No, they were the best the entire year. But on the East, there was some crazy stuff that happened that I, I can't. I'm like, uh, if the the Celtics made it, I don't I, know if that I would happen. If the 76ers that came with it, I don't know if that would happen. If Giannis was healthy, I don't know if that would happen. So. There's things in the East that happen that I'm leaning more towards that I can't say that they are. But the West, yeah, their head and shoulders are better than everybody in the West, in my opinion. I think I see what you're saying, D. Like, I don't even think... Huh. Like, they're not scary, if that makes sense. I know they yeah, just Yeah, I think... I guess that's what I'm saying. Okay. But they don't seem scary. Like, like I hate to keep bringing up my guide, but that those Warriors teams, that 17, 18 team, they're scary. You can absolutely say... They're better than the Cavs everybody teams. else on the court. You right. kind of saw that right. happen in four years in a row. You knew the Warriors and the Cavs were like on a crash course with each other every year because those teams are just like scary, scary deep. Right, right, right. And you don't see that in Denver, respectively. No, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I but as of right. you're, but you're saying as of right now, as of times right now, as of what. <laughs> Ten thirty four on a on on July first. We're talking about we're talking about who's the best team right now. Head and shoulders. They just won the championship. Right. Okay. Right. Until until training camp starts. Until we hear. Until 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 rosters are set. They're still the best champion. They're still the best team. Head and shoulders above everyone else because. Yeah, last time we saw Giannis, he was limping off the court. Right. I mean, we have to go back. We like again. What do, what do we just recently just see? We, like they ran we just the saw jo- we just saw Joel Embiid just get hurt. Yeah. I mean, Philadelphia is a good team, but last time we saw them, they were limping off the court. Boston was a good team, but what happened to them? J- J- uh, Jason Tatum rolled his ankle. Team team was pretty much shot in Game Seven. Okay, and they shouldn't even been in Game Seven, and there Sorry, should not have been in Game Seven. Credit, they shouldn't have been in that Game Seven. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, and t- the, our last, the uh, you know, the last image that we saw was Denver ho- hoisting up the trophy. Jokic out here didn't care that they just won the championship. Him and his daughter are hanging out. Like this team, like de- the Denver Nuggets. Are the are, are clearly the best team right now until everyone is healthy and we start playing basketball. Right, they're all healthy. But I hear, but I they hear what you're saying, uh, John. No. Yeah, I see. It. But I hear what you're saying is like you look at a team is like yeah they, they they don't have a weakness. They're, it's hard, it's hard to pinpoint you know how to beat them. But until 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 somebody definitively beats the Denver Nuggets, they're the best team. Flat out. Oh, I'm not gonna say it, but I already got a champion in my head for next year. Oh, you gotta say it now. You brought it to the airways. Now I'll, t- I'll tell y'all off air. I'll tell y'all off air, and then we'll revisit this in a couple months. Okay, we can do that. So we do we do have other topics, but I think we can save these topics are timeless topics. I think we can end it right here. We got the baseball topic. Uh, 
I think we could talk about that next week. The football one training camp doesn't start until July. All right. And we're we're in almost ninety minutes in, so I think we can end it right here, right? We a long free agent free agency right. conversation. I think this is a good time, which was worth it. You know, All that's right. perfect. Cool. So we'll end it right here, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed the conversation. Uh, we got we do have some topics for you next week. I think these are going to be some pretty interesting topics. So join us next week. I'm your boy DC. I'm Joe Hawks, Shield. And this is Zaddy Vibe Show. Yeah. See you guys yeah. next week. Thank you. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Yeah. Peace, y'all. Yeah. 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 Woo. My neck is filled with the water. Hey. Hey. I might just fuck around and take your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Like ho, ayy.